does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to Save Lives.org is their website. Championship Saturday. We have semi state champions to talk about. We're going to know soon who all's coming to Indianapolis next week to play for the state championships. The man with all that information, the superstar of our show, it's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the man. Great to be with you and Brad Huber. And just as you alluded to, Championship Saturday, Semi-State, the IHSAA Boys Basketball State Tournament. Lock in right now here at the top of the hour because all scores and championship matchups are officially in. Just going final in Michigan City. Kokomo in an instant classic edging pen by a penny, 58-57. to Flory Badunga and Kokomo heading to the 4A state title game. Earlier in the day, they beat Fort Wayne Wayne 73-51. This one a lot closer. Have to give Penn a lot of credit, though. Penn, to begin the day, hammered Hammond Central 108-70. Again, 58-57 in the semi-state title game. Kokomo moves on. Their opponent, Ben Davis, who took down Brownsburg in their championship game 66-38. Down to Class 3A, where the 3A state championship game will be Northwood meeting Garen Catholic. Starting with Northwood in the semi-state title game, they beat Delta 51-36. Garen Catholic had no problem with Scottsburg to win semi-state 56-40. That was in Seymour. Northwood got their job done in Elkhart. Class 2A, the state championship game. Fort Wayne Blackhawk will go against Linton Stockton. Blackhawk beating Lewis Cass today, 75-58. And Linton Stockton, they belt Brownstown Central, 64-56. Lastly, with Class 1A, the state championship game that you'll see from Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Southwood goes against Indianapolis Lutheran. Southwood in their semi-state title game beat Marquette Catholic, 64-56. And Indianapolis Lutheran took down Rock Creek Academy, 55-47. to 47. Again, to recap it, your Class A state title game, Southwood versus Indianapolis Lutheran. In Class 2A next weekend, Fort Wayne Blackhawk clashes with Linton Stockton. Class 3A has Garen Catholic versus Northwood. And Class 4A, a battle of the big guys. Kokomo against Ben Davis from Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Over to college basketball in-state. You heard Luke Martin talked about the Indiana State Sycamores and the CBI beating USC Upstate 67-62. The Sycamores now await the winner of Eastern Kentucky and Cleveland State. As for the Bethel Pilots, Bethel in the NCCAA National Championship, a winner 78-72 against Clinton College. They're from South Carolina. Drew Lutz for Bethel dropped 35 points. He went 10 of 22 from the field. And in the NAIA, National Championship game. Indiana Tech, who was down double digits with under eight to go in the second half, 
comeback just cannot be completed. Indiana Tech falls to the College of Idaho 73-71. What a valiant comeback by Indiana Tech. But again, they were down double digits with under eight to go, and they cut it to a two-point game. As for the NCAA tournament, you wait until tomorrow to watch the Indiana Hoosiers after their opening round win against Kent State. It's the four-seeded Hoosiers against the five-seed Miami Hurricanes tomorrow at 8.40. That game is in Albany, New York, in that state's capital. The NCAA tournament today, 15-seed Princeton's going to the Sweet 16, 78-63 over Missouri. Top-seeded Houston, Took down nine-seeded Auburn, 81-64. Other games of note, one-seed Kansas loses to eight-seed Arkansas, 72-71. And four-seed Tennessee over five-seed Duke today, 65-52. Pacers lose to the Sixers, 141-121. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. So glad you could join us. IU gets a great win last night, opening up NCAA play, taking on Miami tomorrow. With me from the IU Network, our friend John Herrick. Hello, John. Thank you for the call. And good start to to the tournament last night. Got to be happy. A great win under their belts right now. Yeah, I had no problem uh, calling in and staying up late uh, to call and talk to you, Coach, because I was up really late last night. I'm going to be up late again on Sunday because, um, you know, I, I think the theory on that is that I use a brand. People want to watch the Hoosiers and right. the NCAA right. that says, hey, we'll put them in the late game and people will tune in, and I, I don't see any reason to think that they're wrong. So, uh, yeah, no. great, great win. It was a great, great college basketball game. Kent State played hard. Uh, right. But Indiana was just led by their three seniors, Race Thompson, Trace Jackson Davis, and Miller Kopp. Those three guys were uh, the ones who did the most damage, scoring 57 of Indiana's 71 points, which was huge. Uh, but they're going to need to get a little more help and, and play a little bit better on the offensive end because they got a tough Miami team that they're going to have to deal with tomorrow. Well, we'll talk about Miami in a second, but you know what? Here's the thing. You look at this IU team. They did play in the tournament a year ago, but quite frankly – that was a difficult, difficult circumstance because of the travel and all the things involved. So you're looking at an IU team that has virtually no experience other than last year of being in a game of this magnitude and being in a tournament and understanding what's going on. So I think to go out and play and win in the manner in which they did was very important for them last night. Yeah, it certainly was, Bob. And, yeah, you don't have to travel from one city on one end of the country to another city on the right. other end of the country. You're staying in Albany for this weekend, and so that's nice to be able to stay in one place. And, um, I mean, they're just a little bit more refreshed. I think maybe having that Sunday off, you would have liked to have been playing in the Big Ten championship game against Purdue. Uh, but right. I think them having that Sunday off certainly helped. Uh, I think it helped get some guys re-energized, and uh, they, they really came out with a renewed sense of focus. It was really good. Uh, you know, getting off to that 19-12 to 12 start, of course, you knew Kent State would make a run, and they did, and mm-hmm. um, they, but they were able to respond. So, But what was really impressive about last night was that they were locked in defensively. They really did a good – Kent State just did not have very many open shots, and, and Mike Woodson prides himself on getting this team to play really good defense, and they definitely did that. Well, it has been their foundation, quite frankly. And the other part of the foundation has been uh, great play of Trace Jackson Davis. I, I think um, uh, also uh, consistent play 
uh, from Race Thompson. As you pointed out, they had good nights last night, and they need to. I mean, they're seniors, they're leaders. This is the last time around. They need to have that kind of night. Yeah, if you're one of those people that looks at your bracket and goes, I want to pick teams that have great senior leadership, well, then Indiana's a team for you because those those three guys that were honored on senior night were, you know, after the game against Michigan, you knew that those three were going to have to step up and play well if this team's going to make a run. And so far, so good. They got off to a great start. Race Thompson especially was very special. Really good to see him play well after all that he's been through with all the injuries he's had and fought back from. Uh, and then Trace Jackson Davis, when the lead was cut to eight, he made an incredible dunk to push the lead to 10. And then he made a couple other key plays right after that. Uh, every time Kent State tried to make a run. So no question, you go back to what your foundation is and what you're all about. and it's, It starts and ends really with Trace Jackson Davis. And um, first player in NCAA history, I think, to have 20 points, 10 rebounds, and five assists and five blocks all in one game. Uh, it's something since since blocks became a stat in 1985 mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something. I mean, the guy's just doing so many things that a lot of other college right. basketball players right. haven't done before him, especially. And I, I don't think a whole lot will do uh, do it after he leaves. So game time tomorrow night is, it seems like midnight or something. <laughs> I know it's not yeah. that bad, but it, but it's late. Well, it's at eight forty, so I'm planning on go. I'm planning on it starting at like nine or nine ten because we just know how these <laughs> things go sometimes with right, the NCAA. Right. So, right, uh, pre- we'll start our pregame show at seven thirty, and you know we'll have a lot of great stuff to talk about with Coach Woodson and you know some of the players, and um, it'll be it'll be a great pregame show, and and uh, hopefully it will not be our last. Hopefully we'll be we'll be doing a lot more of these, uh, you know, come for the rest of the tournament. But Miami's a great opponent. Uh, they've scored 79 points a game this year. They've got Lawrence Central standout Nigel Pack on their team, who uh, has had a great year, right. helping them uh, be one of the big forces in the ACC. And they were struggling against Drake, and they but they were able to turn it on at the end and find a way to beat a very good Drake team. So they're battle-tested. Their coach, Jim Laranega, has been um, through the ringer. He was coaching that George Mason team that made that incredible run in the NCAA tournament, you know, um, a long time ago, so I, this is this is not an easy matchup uh, to say the least. But when every time you advance, it, they're going to get harder e- each and every time. John Herrick from the IU Network, Hoosiers in action tomorrow night against Miami, round two of the NCAA tournament. John, thanks for the call. Have a great night tomorrow night. All right, thanks a lot, Coach. Thank you. Coming up. We're talking semi-state basketball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Semi-state championships around the state coming up here until the top of the hour at 11. We'll preview each class who's coming to Gamebridge Fieldhouse. We'll give you the whole scheme of things of what we saw from around the state today at 11 p.m. Here at 10.15, here's what happened in Class A earlier this morning and afternoon from Lafayette. Jeff, Southwood began the morning with their 63-57 victory against Fountain Central. Then Marquette Catholic edged Couts 55-50 in the semi-state title. Southwood over Marquette Catholic 64-56. Then in Washington, Indianapolis Lutheran, scary fashion, just getting by Lagodi by a penny, 67-66. Their eventual opponent, Rock Creek Academy, they handled Jack Sendell, 58-47. Lutheran, then an eight-point victory against Rock Creek Academy, 55-47. So, 
next weekend in Class A. Southwood goes against Indianapolis Lutheran. NCAA Tournament Ball tomorrow. It's the Indiana Hoosiers in action after their round of 64 win against Kent State. The Hoosiers match up with the five-seeded Miami Hurricanes. Miami took down VCU in their opening game in the NCAA Tournament. Tip time at 840. You can watch the game on TNT tomorrow evening. Indiana is a two-point favorite for what it's worth. Pacers fall tonight to the 76ers at GameBridge. Final 141-121. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Semi-state action today at Newcastle. Ben Davis in the final beats Brownsburg 66-38. They beat uh, uh, earlier in the day, beat Bloomington North. Brownsburg beat Jennings County to set up that matchup. With me, the man who has the call on the game from the ISC Sports Network, the best at what he does, Greg Rakestraw. Hello, Greg. Hello, Coach. How's the voice? The voice is great. You know, I'm to the time of year where I kind of work Saturdays, get to kind of rest up the rest of the week. So if we got two more games to play, let's go do it. All right. So uh, Ben Davis does what Ben Davis does. Uh, They remain undefeated, beat a very good Brownsburg team uh, tonight. I was um, surprised at the spread, quite frankly. Ben Davis is – I know a, a capable team, but you hold Brownsburg to 38 points, uh, and I think it might underscore how good this Ben Davis team really is. Bob, this is one of the more Ben Davis-like victories of the season because they trailed at halftime. They were down 20 to 19 at halftime. <laughs> uh, I've, oh, I've now oh, had man. Ben Davis 14 <laughs> times during the course of the season, and I have seen right. this trip before. They'll kind of hang around in the first half. The third quarter is theirs. It was a 10-point game going to the fourth quarter. They scored 21 points in the third quarter compared to 19 in the first half. And there becomes a certain point in the game where the other team just kind of realizes we have nothing for these guys. And Ben Davis just finds another gear. Ben Davis outscored Brownsburg 47-18 to in the second half. Bob, Ben Davis played four games. At Newcastle Fieldhouse this year, they won them all like they've won every other game they have played. But in three of them, they have trailed at halftime, and they won all three of those games by double digits. This is just, right. uh, again, a, a, a one potential win away from being remembered as one of the best basketball teams in the history of Indiana high school basketball. It's kind of amazing that uh, you know they're able to do it in the fashion you described, but uh, we forget that, that defensively they're really, really good. They have been all year long. You've talked about before their inside-out combination and how they have multiple guys who can attack you on the perimeter. The Dowdy kid uh, can make a lot of things happen inside. There are plenty of reasons why they're where they are record-wise and on uh, on the verge of possibly winning a championship. But uh, you know, it's just it's it's interesting. They're consistent, even though it's maybe nerve-wracking for Coach Carlisle and others. But uh, this MO you're talking about, there's a certain level of consistency, and there's also a certain level of confidence that they have, having gone through a season the manner in which they've done. Bob, they of the 32 wins they have, I need to go back and look this up to be exact in the Sagarin rating. But I think now 16 of them, literally half, have been against top 25 teams in the state. 
I think mm-hmm. 23 of their 32 wins have been teams ranked in the top 64. So their level of competition has just been tremendous. The other thing that was very typical of how Ben Davis has won this year was the fact that no player in tonight's game had more than 12 points. It was literally a little bit of everybody in tonight's game. Now, the other thing that that I will add to that is that today the morning game was kind of atypical because one player was dominant offensively in terms of Sheridan Sharp. He finished with 31 points in the game. That was eight more than any other Ben Davis player had scored in a game this year. So, again, to speak to the balance of this team in their first 30 games of the season – Nobody had scored more than 23 points, and they're 30-0. and Again, this, and they're now 32-0. and And let me explain some history here. Ben Davis becomes the fourth team in the history of Indiana High School boys basketball. The history to win 32 games in a single season with one more to go. They joined Steve Woody's Ben Davis State Championship team from 95. They joined Chris Byers' undefeated Warren Central State title team from five years ago, and Bob, the Vincent's Vincent Lincoln analysis from 1923 that went 34-1. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the list in the history of Indiana high school basketball, teams that have won as much in one season as this Ben Davis team has. Well, uh, it is quite a show because, you know what, they, they kind of expected to be good. Had a lot of guys back from a year ago. They, they were young, played well. Uh, but they're battle-tested. And, and to me, again, to play the schedule they've played and win the games they've won is an amazing feat. All those things that you mentioned, notwithstanding, to, to go out uh, week after week and take the best shot really, really good teams have and continue to win is amazing. It's a common refrain that we will say, hey, this team played well for a half or this team did a lot of well, a lot of things in the third quarter, right. and you kind of blink and you're down 15, and you go, how in the world did that happen? That has been this Ben Davis's team. This has been their Ben Davis team's M.O. all season long. And now they get Kokomo, a team they have played before. That was very early right. in the season. It was on December the 3rd. It was at the Sneakers for Santa shootout in Brownsburg. It was a seven-point game, which means I think we'll begin line for a very interesting 4A championship seven days from now at Game Rich Fieldhouse. No, I think it's spectacular. Flory Badunga and his teammates have had a magical year themselves. This, this is a great, a great championship matchup. I'm, I don't mean to, uh, to exaggerate. It really, really is a solid, uh, I think it's a tremendous matchup next week. And let's face it, you know, Flory has only faced, there's only a handful of kids that are in his, you know, sphere in terms of, Bigs that are as, that are somewhere near as athletic as he is. Uh, he's already played Zayden Downey once. It was a great battle. Ben Davis has more help in terms of size. And Sean Arnold uh, off the bench, guys like Jesse Ferris and Jameer Carnell. But Zane Downey's one of the few guys that body type and athleticism can match Flory. And so now it comes down to, and I didn't exactly see how, I know Kokomoka score. I know they beat Penn by one, but I couldn't tell you the mm-hmm. particulars of the game. But I did have a chance to watch a good chunk of Kokomo's game against Northside last Saturday in the regional championship at Logansport, and I was impressed by the number of threes they made and kind of what the other guys around Flory did. Those guys will have to do that again to give themselves an opportunity to beat uh, to beat Ben Davis as the Cats go for their first state championship in 62 years 
next Saturday in downtown Indianapolis. It's fantastic. Greg Rakestraw, the man, he is from the IFC Sports Network, and he is the best at what he does. Greg, thanks as always, and we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you Monday. How's that? I'll, I'll talk to you Monday. Thanks for the call. You got it, Coach. All right. So we'll continue to talk about that region. Excuse me, semi-state. Owen Pulley from WBDG joins me. And Owen, you uh, do the uh, Giants games. This was an impressive win, was it not? Oh, it was most definitely an impressive win. I got a little worried at halftime, you know, down one, not atypical of the Giants, but not typical of the Giants. You know, some games they'll be leading by 10 at halftime. Some games they'll be down by one or two. But I wasn't too worried, but I was a little worried going into that locker room. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I would have to listen to Greg uh, describe uh, how often uh, they've been able to come out and dominate people in the second half. I, I think it might have relaxed just a little, but still, you know, for what's at stake, but you see them on, on a regular basis, obviously. Uh, they really are uh, well put together, and we've talked about this before, but defensively, this is a, a team It's very difficult to get a good look at the hoop when you play the Giants. Yeah, for sure, especially when you've got a guy like Mark Zachary or Sean Arnold in your face or until you get around them, you get in the paint, and you got to match up with 6'9", Valpo commit Zane Doughty. Hey, Owen, I need you to hang on, okay, because we're coming up to a scoreboard update. So if you can, hang on with me when we get through that. We'll continue to talk about this uh, Ben Davis matchup with the Kokomo next week and talk about how they uh, were able to win the semi-state this afternoon or this evening over at Newcastle. Can we do that, everything? Is that all right with you? Yeah, we can do that. All right, perfect. We're going to come back, talk some more basketball. Paul Condry, the man, you know Paul Condry, Hall of Fame broadcaster, also the voice of the Bethel College Pilots. They win the National Christian College Athletic Association National Championship. We're going to talk about that coming up, too. This is Championship Saturday on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We continue our coverage of semi-state Saturday in the IHSAA Boys Basketball State Tournament around the state of Indiana. This update focusing on Class 2A, where the day began in Logansport, Fort Wayne Blackhawk getting by Gary 21st century. High-scoring game, 88-82. Blackhawk won and moved on. Then Lewis Cass defeated Wapahani. What a game, 59-54. The championship, though, much easier for Blackhawk, who beats Lewis Cass 75-58. Fort Wayne Blackhawk punches their ticket to Indianapolis at Gamebridge Fieldhouse, and their opponent, Linton Stockton who in Southport began their day 87-59, crushing Park Heritage. On the other side, Brownstown Central hammered Cecina 56-42. The championship had Lytton Stockton edging Brownstown Central 64-56. Again, your 2A state title game next week. Fort Wayne Blackhawk goes against Lytton Stockton. We mentioned Class A at 10-15. That title game will feature Southwood against Indianapolis Lutheran, and at 10.45, we'll go over what happened from Class 3A. 
In the NAIA National Championship earlier tonight, Indiana Tech, who was down double digits, you have to give them credit. They were down by 10-plus with under 8 to go in the second half. Mounted a comeback, just could not finish it off. The College of Idaho NAIA National Champions beating Indiana Tech 73-71. But Paul Condry's got some good news on the Bethel Pilots coming up right now. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Paul Condry will be with us in a few minutes. Owen Pulley from WBDG rejoins us. He is the uh, uh, has the call on Ben Davis's win in the Newcastle semi-state. Good, solid win over Brownsburg. Uh, all right, so second half. Tell me uh, what the Giants do. They're down at the half to Brownsburg. We come back and, in customary fashion, put on quite a display. Did they not, Owen? Oh, they definitely did. They come out in the second half, score a couple baskets, force some Brownsburg turnovers. Zane Dowdy in the paint is a force to be reckoned with. Had six blocks in the win over Brownsburg. And defensively, they just came out like a like a wildfire, and you just couldn't stop it. Well, that's one of the things that they do. I mean, their uh, their perimeter guys can score. Uh, and Zane Dowdy, if you talked about, he is a he's a presence inside that gives him great balance and, and gives him that uh, that inside out balance that's been so impressive for them all year long. Yeah, most definitely, they trap you on the outside, can't let you get inside, and if you manage to to trickle through the perimeter defense, you have to you have to work with the bigs on the inside. And it's just so hard to score because you might get your own offensive rebound, but you got to go up again and. Who knows if you're going to make that shot? All right. So, how excited are you now? You've been calling. You're going to be calling the state championship game next weekend. You got to be thrilled about that. Oh, I'm so thrilled. I know the students out of the 4,500 high school. They're so thrilled as well. <laughs> right. Right. All right. Owen Pulley from WBDG. Owen, thank you. I'll look forward to seeing you next weekend at Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Thanks very much. The aforementioned Paul Condry joins us, the voice of the Bethel College Pilots. They are the national champions in the uh, National Christian College Athletic Association. Paul, great win for the Pilots tonight. Uh, tell me how they do this. One of the most unique stories in my 35 years of broadcasting, what unfolded over the course of this season, Coach, about the Pilots here in this championship game tonight. Only two starters available to uh, to play because of injuries and wow. departures as the season kind of played itself out. And tonight, um, without the services of uh, all-Crossroads League performer Nathan Ayers, who was unable to go because of food poisoning, a pilot team mm. with only seven available players were able to uh, – win the national championship today at Winona Lake at the Grace College, a place that they play on a pretty consistent basis since Grace is in the Crossroads League. But it's a pilot team that held the lead uh, for a good portion of the game, 36 minutes and 50 seconds, 52 seconds to be exact. They were able to hold on. Uh, Coach, you know, you, you've been coaching, I know, a long time. And you have right. guys number – uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14 on your bench. And you just never know. And you keep telling them, next man up, next man up. Well, literally for the pilots, it was that. Senior Live Granville, uh, who played uh, sparingly throughout the course of the season, uh, the outgoing senior, 15 points, 13 rebounds in his final college game 
uh, freshman sensation uh, Al Petulis with his fourth consecutive double-double. He wasn't a starter until the postseason uh, came around. But it was Drew Lutz tonight, the former Penn standout, was the NCCAA tournament MVP as he punched out 35 points tonight and six assists as the Pilots uh, were able to uh, win their fifth blue banner in school's history. And overall, with the three NAIA banners, gives them a total of eight national championships. So the Bethel University Pilots, a big win today against Clinton out of uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina, 78-72. I don't think I could have wrote a script and sold it to Hollywood, Coach, (laughs) what this happened here over the course of the last uh, six months with this team. Young Steve Draven, I'm so happy for this guy. Had a chance to do his things when he was in high school. But to see how his team and his coaching staff uh, persevered through all the the drama that what they went through to walk away with the blue banner, pretty special moment. It's a great moment, and you know it's inspiring to to, to be honest. And you know, as a coach, former coach, uh, you you have yeah you 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 tell your guys all year long uh, that it, it, everyone's important. Everyone makes a a strong, significant contribution to what we're doing. And then, you know, guys, you you have to have a relationship. I felt like I had to – I coached more uh, in terms of the guys who were not in, uh, you know, the top 10 or 11, whatever the rotation would be. I, I felt like I had to spend more time with the uh, with those guys who were not in that rotation than I did with others because I would constantly tell them, look – uh, if nothing else, use your me as your motivation to prove that I'm wrong. I'm fine to be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, you know me. I'm man enough to admit that I'm wrong. But you, you know, you're here for a reason. We thought you could play. You think you can play. You're going to get an opportunity, and when that opportunity comes, we need you to step up. And it sounds to me like that's exactly what happened. It really was. I, you know, I've, I've seen it only on a couple occasions where you find right. yourself uh, in the situation that they were in. But to do it in, in the biggest stage that they could possibly do it, to come through and make plays. I mean, Mickey Stoyanov, the youngster from Belgrade, Serbia, uh, we took him off the roster because um, he wasn't going to play this year. But they put him back on the roster in the waning stages of the season just because they needed bodies to practice with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're so banged up. And uh, and Mick came in and gave his team some quality minutes, played about seven and a half minutes uh, today. The other night in the semifinal, he knocked in 11 points, a career high. And these, <laughs> these are guys who uh, played four games and seven games and six games. But, man, when the rubber hit the road, these guys uh, rose to the occasion. And I, I can tell you flat out right now, the bench last night for this group – uh, 42 <laughs> points and 24 rebounds wow. and four assists. Wow. I mean, what can you ask for? I mean, it's really one of those scripts that I tell you what, I couldn't have wrote it any better. Hollywood ought to pick this one up because this is an amazing story. And you couldn't be happy for a bunch of kids that uh, just show up to the gym. And uh, I feel so sorry for Nathan Ayers. Nathan Ayers had started 81 consecutive games wow. until tonight, but, you know, 16.6 rebounds. Uh, you take that out of your lineup, uh, you know, that's going to affect anybody anywhere. And I feel far, sorry for him that he didn't get a chance to play. But he'll be back next year. He's uh, one of the top 20 rebounders in school's history, one of the top 
uh, 28 guys in scoring. Uh, everybody's coming back that, uh, that really played a pivotal role in this wow. group. They have three incredible freshmen that are coming in. So this is just uh, – uh, so I think it's going to be something great as the thing right. I can tell you this. In 2006 and 2007, when they won the national championship with a bunch of freshmen, the next thing they, do, next thing they did for the next three years, they went to the Final Four, the, the, the Elite Eight, and in the, in the, in the Sweet 16 in the NAI National Tournament. So maybe this is one of those great building blocks to, uh, to move forward on, Coach. I would think it is, quite frankly, and I think it also addresses uh, the strength of the Crossroads League going through those battles week a- day after day, week after week, hardens you and makes you, I think, capable of winning the NCCAA championship as they did. Well, I tell you what, I had every one of the boys on the on the post game show tonight. Oh, well, those, of course, those are some of those very very emotional moments. Right. And and to each one of the guys, they talked about that playing in the Crossroads League, playing in the best league in America, uh, hardens you. It makes you better. It challenges you. Uh, so. You know, yes, the pilots are going to be able to hang the blue banner, but I tell you what, each one of those crossroads teams these kids played against made this team tough enough to be able to gut this out when, when the rubber hit the road. They were able to win the championship because they played in the best league in America. Paul Condry from the uh, Regional Radio Sports Network and the voice of the Bethel College Pilots, Paul Can you hang on through this uh, scoreboard update? We'll talk a little more basketball, maybe squeeze in a football conversation. Can you do that? I can do it. Perfect. Hall of Famer Paul Condry will come back, talk some more ball with him. Got a lot of basketball to talk about. IU in action tomorrow. Should be a lot of fun. Brendan King coming up is going to update you on what's happening in the NCAA tournament. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Class 3A semi-state IHSAA Boys Basketball State Tournament today. We start up in Elkhart, where Delta defeated John Glenn by a triple, 50-47. to That was in the morning. Northwood put a dime piece on Fort Wayne Dwanger, 53-43 to advance to the semi-state title game. And Northwood then handled Delta 51-36 to punch their ticket to Indianapolis. Seymour semi-state, Scottsburg just edged North Davies 47-45 to knock off last year's champ. Then Garen Catholic can continue their fabulous run of late. Garen Catholic beat Chittard in the regional Beating Beach Grove today, 58-46. to Then Garing Catholic hammered Scottsburg by 16, 56-40. Your 3A state title game, Northwood against Garing Catholic. To recap, 2A, Fort Wayne Blackhawk will meet Lytton Stockton in the state championship game at Gambridge Fieldhouse. And in Class A, it'll be Southwood versus Indianapolis Lutheran. Coming up here top of the hour at 11 o'clock, we'll tell you what happened from Class 4A and what was a thrilling semi-state championship game between Kokomo and Penn. NCAA tournament action right now. The Northwestern Wildcats in range against two-seeded UCLA. Bruins up 59-54. Have you seen some major upsets today, by the way? Other game in action currently, Alabama leads Maryland first half 21-17. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Paul Condry rejoins us. Bethel College wins the National Christian College Athletic Association National Championship 
And Paul, you talked about this great story, and you know the literally the entire roster necessary because of defections and injuries and this, that, and the other, and everybody coming back. A lot of pressure, and they talked about the recruiting. But you know what? Um, you, this, you know how this goes. A lot can change. But uh, you just think that uh, with the performance they had down the stretch and to win the championship, as you pointed out, extra games, extra practice, motivation, it should be a, a springboard to a, a run for an NAI national championship next year. Well, you would certainly think so. I, I'm really excited about the opportunity. I know talking with Coach Draben and Coach Paulsgrove, Coach Ochen, those guys are really, really excited about the incoming kids. Andrew Hedrick, who had a great career playing for former pilot great uh, Matt Schaus out of Columbia City, a group that you know finished 13-11, lost the homestead, a really good team in the postseason. And Austin Kripe, who played at West Noble, they had a pretty good year going 21-3. and They were ranked 7th in 3A, and then you have to look no further uh, than uh, Luke McBride, uh, number three ranked team in 3A, a team that uh, went 22 and four, lost to Peru. Uh, those three high school kids are going to make an, a major impact in this group if uh, Steve and, and his coaching staff can land a legitimate big guy in the middle. Uh, they can really, really do some serious damage. But Al Petulis, coach, is a, a kid that they're going to be able to build upon. Nate Ertz is coming back for another year. Brandon Hunt, who played uh, all 33 games this season, is good. And then you got to go back uh, to, to Drew Lutz. I mean, Drew Lutz, who played three years of college basketball for Carson Cunningham, former Andrew and Great, former Purdue standout. You know, he's going to play. He's got his final year to go around. And make no mistake, it, uh, he is going to be uh, even more special than he was this year. I, I've had several coaches who I've talked to throughout the course of the year uh, even though he wasn't the player of the year in the Crossroads League, uh, people told me pound for pound he's the best player in the Crossroads League because all the things that he can do. I mean, his numbers are really quite staggering. He's number mm-hmm. 10 in the country in minutes played, number 12 in the country in field goals, number 5 in assists. His assist to turnover ratio is one of the top 10 in the country, and he's already broken uh, half a dozen Bethel individual season records. So this team is going to be really, really good uh, going forward. And I'm excited about its uh, uh, its work during the off season, and I'll be looking forward to. Uh, I think it's going to be your number 25 for me behind the voice of the Bethel University Pilots. All right. So, uh, how many days until pads? You know, I know this, Coach. I know this. Was I know you do. 135 days to pads, but most importantly, let's talk about those gritties coming up on April 23rd. <laughs> right. April 23rd, everyone, you want to be able to watch this live stream of the Gritties. Uh, Paul Condry, the Regional Radio Sports Network, and the Indiana Football Digest put on this event. I think it's the coolest thing going, honoring uh, football players and coaches. It's really, really neat. The only negative is they asked me to be the MC. I'll try to rise uh, to the occasion for this, but uh, it's coming up, is it not? It is. We're excited about it. Uh, we've got only about uh, 55 tickets left. Uh, looks like it's going to be a sold-out event. I'm excited about seeing the new look group of next year's kids who will be on our cover, plus we'll honor our coaches of the year. Some very, very special awards they're going to be handing out. Looking forward to having uh, some pretty cool guys from the, the Colts team there. Uh, very, very excited about having Robert Mathis and Danny Muir there. Excited about having J.C. Boyce, a former Colts quarterback coach, uh, we have a great event. I know the Purdue coaching staff is going to be there. And, of course, 
tell you what, you can't go anywhere about when it comes to high school football about you without you and me. That's going to be a great day for all. That's a that's a great way to put it. Paul Condry, you're the best. Thanks for taking time. Have a great weekend. Give my best to Tanya. Have an enjoyable weekend. Thanks. Thanks, Coach. Coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update with Brendan King. Then we're going to talk more football. Excuse me, more more basketball. Paul Condry kind of made me lose my train of thought. More basketball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Brendan King, talk to me about the NCAA tournament. Update me. Keep me up to date. What's going on? Well, it's been a pretty wild day, Coach. It's the second straight year that a 15 seed has made the Sweet 16. St. Peter's, of course, last year went to the Elite Eight, but Princeton going to the Sweet 16. Uh, with their the man 78 63 <laughs> over Missouri right. I mean you saw one seed get knocked out today coach Arkansas beating Kansas I mean you remember here in Indianapolis when the tournament was only here right. just a couple years ago Arkansas went to the final four and you know Eric Musselman's a really really good coach and you know Duke who was a popular final four pick among a lot right. of people um, I, th- I think when ESPN did their draft show, every guy at the desk had Duke in their Final Four. You know, Tennessee They're beating crazy. them. T- yeah, Tennessee beating them today. Right. Um, so, so re- you know, Northwestern has made it a game against UCLA. They're within four points with 30 seconds. So, uh, you know, it's March, Coach. Uh, what more can you say? It's March. March, as I've mentioned multiple times, is in fact the best month of the year. My grandson celebrated his 24th birthday yesterday. His grandfather celebrates a an unspecified uh, number uh, on Thursday. Uh, I would just say that <laughs> in terms of my actual age, uh, well, I'm I'm an I'm an old person. So let's put let's leave it at that. Plus, you have the Hall of Fame induction uh, for men on Wednesday night. You have the uh, you have the final eight luncheon at the downtown Kiwanis Club sponsors every year. Uh, and I've been honored to do the interviews of the coaches and the players for that. For I've lost track of the number. I've done it for a while. And uh, then you have those wacky four games. Uh, and the matchups are intriguing. These are great matchups. I'm already excited about this. Yeah, Coach, a lot of fun. And, I mean, one of the best times of year, no doubt. I mean, you look at what you've talked about tonight. I mean, we've ranged from uh, high school ch- uh, semi-state championships. We talked about the NCAA tournament. We talked about the NAIA right, national right. championship. We talked about Bethel winning a national championship. I mean, it's that's just a great time of year. Is, oh, it's that's amazing. why this show. No, that's why this show is so legendary. Yeah, for heaven's that's what sakes. I'm saying. Because I and I'm going to talk about professional basketball coming up in the next hour. Kurt Darling, the 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 lead announcer for the Indiana Lions, you know our uh, ABA team. Uh, we're going to talk about that coming up in the next hour. So uh, plus more semi-state action. It just it's nonstop. And thank God I have Brad Huber and Brendan King, two of my favorite guys, working the show tonight. That's what makes it even more fun. I love it, Coach, and even better, we are uh, just a number of days away from opening day, so there's a lot to love. I 
I think you're right. Opening day. I need to renew my love affair with baseball. I need to get need serious it. about that. Need it. You know, as you know, I grew up an enormous baseball fan, and I need to become an enormous baseball fan again. Brendan King coming up. Top of the hour scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.